You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey everybody, tonight we're debating atheism versus Islam and we're starting right now. With Muslim apologist opening statement, thanks so much for being with us. The floor is all yours. Thank you, uh, James. Uh, Thank you also to uh, my opponent, T-Jump. So um, I have prepared uh, several points here uh, regarding uh, basically uh, what I believe uh, atheism has problem with uh, from uh, from an Islamic viewpoint, basically. Well, I can I could have listed a lot of points, but um, since we only have 10 minutes for an opening statement, so I've kept it to five major points, which I think is crucial. And for me, as a Muslim, I find uh, very, very, um, um, how would I say, difficult to uh, accept uh, atheism as a valid philosophy for life, right? So um, basically, um, what I understand about atheism is that uh, it is the belief in uh, the non-existence of God. Now, why do I say belief? Because... Uh, I'm pretty sure there will be a lot of atheists who would reject that. They will say, no, we don't have a belief. We don't believe in a theistic religion or we don't believe in God. But that's exactly the point because uh, atheists don't have any evidence that God does not exist. So basically, they believe that God doesn't exist. So in a, in a way, in a very uh, oxymoronic and ironic way, uh, atheism is actually a religion in itself because it's basically a religion or a belief system that does not believe in God, that rejects God's existence. Okay, so um, going back to my five points, five, my my five major points on why uh, I reject atheism as a Muslim. Okay, so um, atheism or the atheistic ideology, for me, it relies or focuses too much on the ego. Okay, or the worship of the self, or what in philosophy we refer to as selfism. Okay, so um, its philosophy is basically ambiguous and it's eclectic, meaning it always changes according to the person adopting that specific uh, uh, viewpoint. That that particular Welton uh, Shaung, okay, 
a particular word on Shong. So um, an atheist cannot say that his atheism or his approach to atheism is the same as the other person or the other atheist. Because uh, if you ask um, two atheists in a room about a particular viewpoint or a particular moral precept, uh, both will give different answers. Okay, so um, to me, atheism, uh, yeah, sorry, morality or ethics as defined in atheism, okay, is a totally abstract concept. Okay, uh, it only revolves around the self. Okay, and um, let's say I give an example. Let's say if um, a particular atheist finds incest, okay, uh, to be morally ethical. What is there to prevent them from doing so? Because as a Muslim, I find incest to be actually abhorrent and uh, against uh, uh, my own moral values, right? But an atheist have no reason to reject incest. Okay, it is totally valid to them in their viewpoint because um, there's no, there's nothing which says that they cannot do it, right? So similarly, okay, if a particular atheist finds cannibalism or even rape to be ethical. What moral uh, law or what moral ethic or what particular rule is there to prevent them from doing so? What is exactly uh, the point for them to say no to that? Because um, there's no reason for them to say no. They can actually accept it, okay? Because um, they don't have a book. They don't have. They don't believe in God. They don't have a book to tell them what to do. They don't have any laws. So why should they not? Why, why should they not commit rape? Why should they not commit cannibalism? They can accept this easily, right? Okay. So, um, of course, there will be atheists who say, uh, no, we are not cannibals. We are not. We are against rape. We are against theft. We are against robbery, etc. Yes, you do say this. But the problem here is that whatever morality that you say that you adhere to, it originally came from your former religion. Okay, if you were, let's say, if you were a Christian, if you were a Muslim, you were a Buddhist, then uh, later on in life, you decide to uh, become an atheist. Whatever moral values that you, uh, adopt, that you adopt prior to your uh, rejection of religion will be carried over, right? So um, basically, um, whatever moral precept or ethics that you believe now as an atheist, uh, came from why from when you were raised in or how you were raised okay it did not come from the principles of atheism itself because atheism uh, as a moral value or moral ethic is there's is totally vacant on it right so okay so now my now this is my second point okay atheism for me this is very it's a big issue for me okay atheism doesn't give a definitive answer to the question of man's origin or the purpose of man on earth, right? So can atheism answer, where did man come from? What is the purpose of man? What is the purpose of him uh, being on earth? What is his uh, you know, moral imperative? I mean, is, is he here, is mankind here simply to live and reproduce and then die like an animal? So uh, what happens after death, the, the issue of afterlife? Where does the soul go? I mean, does, do atheists actually believe in a soul? You just believe that we just live and we die and then the soul dissipates into nothing? Is that, is that uh, the answer that atheism can give me? Okay. 
And what happens after death? Will there be any retribution for misdeeds that you commit? Will there any uh, will there be any repercussions for what you have done on earth? Let's say if you have committed a crime and robbery or whatever, uh, but you were never arrested for it, and then when you die, it just ends there. I mean, what is the justice in that? Okay, so um, uh, going back to that point, particular point, so we have um, in history we have people like uh, Hitler, like Stalin, like Pol Pot. Uh, these people were never tried for their crimes. I mean. Hitler shot himself okay, in his bunker. Uh, they, they never actually uh, put him on trial for anything. Stalin died an old man. Pol Pot, same thing. Okay. So um, what happened? What will happen to these people? Okay. These people committed mass murders. Okay. Hitler sent the Jews to uh, gas chambers. Right? So um, where is the justice? Where is the retribution for Hitler? if uh, Hitler simply dies and it ends there. I mean, uh, death for him will be a sweet escape uh, from the punishment of this earth. If, um, if uh, atheism is correct and um, mankind uh, just expires and disappears, okay? And that there is no God, okay? So uh, will these people actually face justice for their misdeeds? I mean, where is the justice in this, right? So uh, that's my second point. Now my third point. Uh, atheism, to me, is inherently hedonistic, and it also leads to fatalism. Okay, uh, it gives man no real purpose to life or living. Okay, so basically, atheism is saying that uh, mankind just lives and it is so, and uh, we just continue our own miserable lives. We go to work and we come back to work. Uh, we sleep, we we eat, and we reproduce and we die, and it ends. That's the story. I mean. Uh, so what what is the purpose of life? I mean, what what is the what is the uh, what would be the uh, exist, uh, purpose of this apart from you know living your life as it is? And uh, going back to the point, being hedonistic, uh, why do you need to bother obeying social laws? I mean, do you need to obey? Why do you need to obey the traffic rules or uh, laws or you know penal codes or criminal laws or whatever uh, when that when your life is uh, has no further consequences, okay, after you die, okay? So whatever repercussions that you, that you have done here on earth, uh, you don't you don't actually uh, face them if you die, okay, after you die. So uh, what would be the, the point of, you know, of obeying such laws? I mean, if you want to commit rape, you want to commit murder, and you can escape that, you can escape the laws here in, on earth. Uh, after you die, there's nothing. I mean, it, I hope you get the point, right? So... Um, Beyond the need to survive and to reproduce, uh, man has no reason to exist. This is what atheism actually uh, argues for. Okay, okay. So even the desire to gain knowledge, okay, or even self-improvement is meaningless, because when one dies, all this knowledge, all this um, wealth, and I mean, uh, you know, uh, all this self-improvement, all the le the learning that you get. Let's say um, you know how to do math, you know how to do chemistry, you know how to do uh, you know, history, etc. All this knowledge, all this grand wealth of human knowledge. When you die, when you die, it becomes nothing. Okay, I mean, of course, there will be people who will carry on forward your work, but what benefit does it bring to you yourself as a human, as a as a as a human being? I mean, it just dies, ends there when you die. You see. So, um, so this is my third point. Okay. Now my fourth point. Okay. <clears throat> 
Atheism. Yes, all right. So I'll make it quick. Okay. Atheism leads to serious mental health issues. Okay. So there are problems such as depression and eventually suicide. So I'm going to show here a small. Uh, uh, if you give, if you give me one uh, second to share this. Right. So. almost ready. They can't see your screen yet. It says Muslim Apologist has started sharing a screen sharing. Double click to enter full screen mode, uh, which for me that I don't want to enter the full screen mode. Uh, just want to let you know that your, your slides aren't showing yet. Are you there? Can you hear uh, he's me? Muted. He's muted. Muslim apologist, I just asked you to unmute. It should show a window that'll pop up, but I also can't see your slides yet. Muslim apologist, we cannot see your slides and we can't hear you either. Oh, so, sorry. I mean, um, I can't. I got, when I show my slides, I got muted by, by itself. So I'm, I'm afraid I can't show the statistics. But anyway, um, just to make it quick. Uh, the stats actually say that the number of atheists who die from suicide is higher than uh, atheists, right? So uh, this proves my point that uh, atheism leads to uh, mental health issues, right? And um, according to studies, higher religiousness results in higher meaning in life, whereas atheism and, and uh, agnostic beliefs result in suicidal thoughts, okay? So my last point, I see, since I only have like one minute left, okay? So the last point is that Atheism has made no significant contribution to mankind or to civilization. Okay, there is no such thing as an atheist civilization. Okay, the closest that we probably have to atheists, uh, dictating state policy or state atheism, are countries like North Korea, People's Republic of China, Soviet Union, and Cuba. At least, and for for in the case of Cuba, it was until 1992. Right, so. Um, uh, as we all know, these countries aren't exactly the uh, moral paradigm of values. Uh, there were, there's a lot of intolerance of minorities, persecution, etc., and enforced state ideology upon the population. And with this, I end my uh, presentation. Thank you very much for allowing me to speak. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. And want to let you know, folks, if it's your first time here at Modern Day Debate, we are a neutral platform hosting debates on science, religion, and politics. We hope you feel welcome no matter what walk of life you are from. And we're going to kick it over to Tom for his opening <laughs> statement. But thank you very much, Tom. And one second, I'm going to reverse the screens because they just flipped on me. I'm not sure why. But go ahead, Tom. The floor is all yours. Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, sorry about that. My Zoom, like, crashed, I think. I don't know what that was about. Um, yeah, so apparently our debate is about... Islam versus atheism, but I don't, I didn't hear any evidence presented for Islam, just complaints that he doesn't like atheism or he doesn't like the fact that we don't make stuff up. Like the biggest objection here is that, yeah, atheists don't make stuff up about answers they don't know the answer to. We just, we just say, except we don't know. So as a, we could make stuff up, like here's the biggest kicker is that all atheists could make up answers just like theists do. Um, what is the meaning of life? Well, potato, that, that's the meaning of life. And now I have an equally valid answer to Islam because Islam has no evidence. So anybody can make up any answer they want 
to the questions of life and give a give an answer. The question is, is, is there any evidence to support it? And there's no evidence to support anything Islam says. It's completely made up. It's just an arbitrary assertion, just like all religions. So atheism prefers to go with like the actual evidential positions and go with what we actually know is the case rather than make stuff up, which means atheism is inherently the better position. Secondly, um, atheism does more for the world than literally any other position. Like atheism, most, uh, most of the highest ranking scientists in the world are atheists. Like go to the national Academy of sciences or the Royal society. Um, percent of theists is 5%. 5% of people believe in a God. The vast majority do not believe in a God. So uh, it's the case that, so atheism has done more for pretty much literally everything in the world than Islam has. Um, Non-secular societies have the absolute best stats, the least crime, the least rape, the least divorce, the most education, the highest standard of living, um, the highest access to food. Literally, the, the, least, the less religious you go, the better society is in literally every measurable respect. And the more religious you go, the worse it is in literally every measurable respect. Uh, there's this common theme among theists that they're confused. They don't understand that cherry-picking the worst examples of atheism, like Hitler or Stalin, which aren't atheists at all or not atheist organizations whatsoever, still doesn't show that um, atheism is bad because guess what? Most atheists are better than those two and don't adhere to those two. So saying that they're the example of atheism is like saying that the people who flew, flew planes into the twin towers are the pentacle of Islam. So his argument that Stalin and Mao are examples of atheists and that what atheists are really like is like, if I said, well, every Muslim is like the terrorists who flew planes into the Twin Towers, like cherry-picking the worst examples and then using those as a way to try and claim that is the uh, epitome of that ideology. Secondly, Hitler and Stalin and Mao had nothing to do with atheism. Atheism is literally a not-belief. They literally lack something. Calling um, any of those movements atheist movements is like calling them non-golf player movements. Hitler didn't play golf, and that's what inspired him to kill all the Jews. Well, well clearly not. The fact that he didn't play golf or the fact that he didn't believe in God can never be a positive positive motivating factor and what inspired him to do the things he did, he must have a positive motivating belief to cause those actions, which was his political beliefs, not atheism. So we can prove definitively as every single academic everywhere in the world admits that those are not atheist movements because they have literally nothing to do with atheism because it's not actually a positive belief. You have to be an idiot to think that those are atheist movements, which most theists are conveniently. Um, secondly, we know that all of the evidence indicates there is no God. All of the academic fields in literally everything from biology, math, physics, cosmology, philosophy, all atheists, all, all of them, none of them have ever corroborated a God. God has been proven false in pretty much every realm it could have been. There is no evidence to support the existence of God whatsoever, just nothing. Um, and so theists decry, they, they complain that, well, you guys don't have an explanation for the meaning of life or how human or how the universe began or whatever. It's all just arguments from ignorance. Those are literally called arguments from ignorance. It doesn't make a good argument. It's saying you don't know, therefore you're wrong. Clearly not the case. In fact, it's usually always the other way around. The people who claim to know are always wrong, which has been proven by religion time and time again, where they think they know something, they're always proven wrong by science, which is secular. So all of his assertions are clearly incorrect. Um, and I can address most of his criticisms about what he thinks about atheism later. Uh, morality, most 
philosophers are atheists. 70, 70%-ish are atheists and 65, 66% believe in objective morality without a God. You don't need a God for that. Theists are just making stuff up. They think you need a God because of their biased opinions. You don't, and you haven't for the beginning of time. Morality did not come from religion. The moral beliefs of most humans have nothing to do with religion. It has to do with biology. We know this because we can see morality in animals, apes, chimpanzees, uh, most mammals, uh, elephants, dolphins, pig, you name it, we can see morality in it, which none of them have a religion, so clearly we can prove definitively morality has nothing to do with religion, just scientific facts. Um, what else? Morality is abstract. He's he's made up an invisible sky daddy, and he thinks that grounds morality, and he's calling someone else's morality abstract is kind of ironic, since all he's done is made up his own imaginary friend and called that a basis of objective morality. So, Theistic objective morality is actually the most abstract of any because it has no basis in philosophy, whereas the secular models of morality do have a basis in philosophy. They're much better models, as we can see in my debate with um, David Wood. I demonstrated that secularism is a much better grounds of morality than theism because theism doesn't answer any of the questions that we're asking in order of a model of morality. Um, in order to assess which model is better Scientifically, we can look at the evidence. The evidence more indicates all of the secular views are more rational in order to assess which view is better politically. We can assess the consequences in society. Consequences in society say that atheist societies are objectively better in every measurable way. Um, so that's really the only way, the only two ways I can think of to assess which is better, and atheism wins on both, hands down. I'll conclude there. You got it. Thank you very much for that opening statement. And we're going to go into open dialogue, folks. So want to let you know it's going to be a juicy one tomorrow morning, whether or not ex-Muslims should be punished, as you can see in the bottom right of your screen. That debate is going to be a lively one. You don't want to miss it. Hit that subscribe button as we are absolutely pumped for it. And I'll be there tomorrow morning to moderate that. But gentlemen, thanks so much. The floor is all yours. Yeah, so um, should I ask some, should I um, respond to uh, t basically? Over. All right, so, um, uh, so okay, so um, I, I noted his points, okay, so um, T-Jam said is that uh, there's no evidence for the Sky Daddy, right? So um, for Muslims, it's not an issue because uh, we do have the evidence and it's called the Quran, okay? Because we believe that the Quran is literally the word of God that came from the sky, Okay, so uh, if Christians believe that uh, the word was made flesh, then we believe as Muslims that the word was made book, okay, which is the Quran. So the Quran actually uh, issues uh, several challenges to uh, non-believers, to disbelievers, to uh, imitate the Quran, to be like it, and uh, to be to to create a surah exactly like it in Arabic with the uh, uh, the grammatical the Arab grammatical rules. And then until today, no one has ever managed to do that. Okay, so of course you may uh, say that this is not objective, this is subjective. But actually, there are uh, many uh, scholars, okay, who actually say this challenge is actually very uh, objective. Okay, so um, there are, there were there are many excuses from people who don't know Arabic who say that you know, uh, this challenge is meaningless, this challenge has no basis whatsoever. But it's actually a very objective challenge, right? Uh, what, the next what is point. The, so, so you're Sorry. saying that the Quran existing is evidence because it's not. I don't know, like a book, like Harry Potter. The book Harry Potter existing isn't evidence of Harry Potter being magic. So I don't understand what you think the 
how that is in any way evidence of God that it was written uh, in a book by farm herders 2,000 years ago or thousands of years ago. Well, uh, you see, because the Quran was written in a very beautiful Arabic prose, okay, something which no man could ever imitate. So the challenge is simple, to create something of, of similar value which can uh, defeat the Arabic prose of the Quran. Okay. Yeah, the prose of the Quran aren't evidence of a yeah. God. One, they're not very beautiful. They're pretty crappy. Secondly, we know literally who wrote them. Um, so none of that's evidence. The fact that it's pretty but that, words but that, are not but, evidence. But you're just denying, but basically you're just denying, uh, you're just denying the, or you're just dismissing the challenge, okay? Because the Quran openly challenges this, right? So what, if you don't challenge? want to accept it, it's not a, the challenge of uh, trying to imitate the surah of the Quran, you see? So if you're just try, dismissing wait, wait, it, say, say then I can't the do what, what is the challenge? The challenge is basically to create a surah like the Quran in Arabic. Okay, yeah. Harry Potter is more beautiful in every way than the Quran. Quran defeated. No, it's not. It's yes, not. It it's is. in English. You have to do yes. it in Arabic. Because <laughs> Arabic is not beautiful. Like your subjective opinion about Arabic isn't the evidence but, of a but, God. But you are being subjective. Opinion. But that, but that is your subjective opinion in saying that Arabic is not beautiful. Okay. Right. So you so that's need kind to of the Arabic. point. You, what you presented as evidence was your subjective opinion that Arabic is beautiful is evidence of God. That's not evidence but of I, God because everybody's subjective opinion. I would, but but as someone who has studied really, uh, who has studied uh, many languages, I mean, I, I, I have, I am, uh, I, I do study English, Malay. It, it doesn't. Arabic, it doesn't matter how many uh, languages you Chinese, study. Pretty, pretty language yeah. isn't an objective. But, but basically, feature. I'm saying, I'm saying, after having studied so many languages, I find I don't, Arabic I don't care. To be the most beautiful. I don't yeah. care what you think yeah, that's, that's, is the most beautiful. But, but, that's, but that's precisely the problem because you don't care. You see, you don't, you're not no, willing no, 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 to no. face the Quranic challenge. The amount of you studying languages is not evidence of your uh, your ability to discover which is the most beautiful. That's not how it works. Beauty, no, not I'm evidence. saying, no, I'm basically I'm saying that uh, Arabic is a beautiful language based on what I understand. I don't, I don't I mean, care. You don't you get reject, to make that decision. If you reject, that's if you reject that, if you reject that, that's not, that not exactly uh, the issue here. You see, I mean, it's, I know yes, it's subjective, yes it but the, the, the point is, nope. but the point is, uh, the Quran made a challenge and you, the, all you need to do is actually to, you're waffling, you're, you're not addressing the point. The uh, point is, is that you thinking it's beautiful isn't evidence. That's you making crap up. So, so you thinking it's beautiful. doesn't matter how much you've studied language. Your expertise in knowing languages doesn't assess you to assess beauty objectively. So, no, your opinion about which is beautiful is not evidence that it is beautiful. And it's not, and even if it was beautiful, that's not evidence of God. So, none of what you said is actually evidence of God. It's just you feel the Quran is beautiful. That's all you said. No, I'm saying that language is beautiful. I'm not just saying the Quran that's, is beautiful. That's, that's your opinion, which is uh, not evidence of anything. Yes. It is evidence if you, if you meet the Quranic challenge. No. No, no, that's so that's so stupid. So this stick is beautiful. This is the most beautiful thing in the world. It's evidence of the, the spaghetti monster. Make a more beautiful stick. Oh, you can't because it's my subjective opinion that the stick is beautiful. But that's okay, not the I challenge. That's, the spaghetti monster. But that, but, that's how that's stupid what challenge. you just said is. No, that's not the challenge. That's not the challenge. And um, you're you're being subjective. You're just being argumentative. You see? Oh my god. You see, you're just you're oh just you're just pulling at strings. Oh my god. Yeah, because okay, the so, so tell me tell me which, which which part yeah. of this is not your argument. So your argument is is I have a beautiful stick. It's beautiful because I've studied sticks a lot. And so I think this is the most beautiful stick. And the Why reason it's evidence, don't point. interrupt, don't interrupt, don't interrupt. And my and the reason this is evidence is because you can't make a more beautiful stick based on my subjective opinion. Therefore, this is evidence of my stick god, the spaghetti monster. That's how stupid what you just said is. But the point is, it's not, 
it's not subjective, it's, it's objective. You can actually um, measure the beauty of the Quran or the, basically the Arabic language with certain meters, with certain grammatical rules. Okay. So no, how are you going to measure the beauty of the stick? No, how are you going to measure the beauty of a stick? Can you exactly. tell me how, that's, that's how do you do that? There's no, no I can measure I can measure the beauty of, of the Arabic prose, but oh, how oh, are you going to measure, measure the length the of the of stick, stick? Look how beautiful the length of the stick is and how shiny it is. I can measure the shininess of the stick and that's how beautiful it is. You Why would the shininess of the stick be beautiful? It, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, that, that, and that is not the challenge. You're just making up statements. Yes. That, that's the question. Yeah, it's like, why, why is the shininess of the stick beautiful? Why is the prose of the language beautiful? It's just stuff you're making up. No, it's not what I'm making up. It's what the Quran says. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, so again, uh, but, again, but, but, you, you but, making but, shit up okay. and thinking it's beautiful is not evidence that it's objective. Even I'm if it was beautiful, it that it's, still it's wouldn't be evidence. It's something very objective. Yeah, it's something. I mean, you, no, if you not. want to reject no, it, it's, it's fine by me. I can, I can move on. I have several points here. Oh my okay. god! Oh my so, god! Yeah. It's, so I don't anyway, know how um, you can be so deluded to think that because you think it's beautiful, that's objective. That's literally the opposite of objective. Like, oh my god! It's not about being beautiful. It's about meeting the Quranic challenge to, 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 to defeat the Arabic prose of the Quran. It's not just about beauty. No, 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 it's no. not just about... You, you don't know, understand how evidence works. Yeah. You, you presenting no, a I challenge... Don't think, I, don't think you, I don't think you're understanding how I the Quranic challenge is. Just because there yeah. are so many points that were brought up, this one we've uh, definitely delved into pretty well. Maybe it's time that we move into a different one. Sure, let's, let's, mm, is there right, any other right. evidence? Okay. Yeah. Is there any, yeah, any I have, evidence? I have a lot here. I have a whole list here. I have a whole list here, all right? Give, so, me, give me one at a time, just one, just one. Yeah, give okay. me one. <clears throat> sure, I can do that. Um, <clears throat> so, um, let me see now. Uh, yeah, you said that, um, you, you, you say that uh, just now that there's no evidence of God because you cannot see God, but not seeing God, that. not, not I, knowing. I never said that. I mean, that, that's pretty much what, what you meant, okay? So, um, no, it's, it's not at all you say that there's no evidence for God. Basically, no, 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 you're no, saying don't, no, don't, don't no strong me. You, you have no idea what you're talking about. You have no idea what my position is. Okay, sure. Then, is can, you, can you repeat your... Okay, sure. Then you repeat then your argument. Why don't you repeat There's no evidence of God. God. Give me evidence. Exactly. So, exactly. So, because you say that there's no evidence of God, therefore there's no God. I mean, that's just... Uh, for me, that's... Uh, that's just argument from silence. I mean, you, that just because something doesn't have an evidence doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. Okay. Yes, but that's so, not the um, argument. Yeah. So anyway, can you show me evidence that there is no God? Yes. Yeah. Most yeah. things how human make up. In, how, so how do you so, show so, it? How do you? Okay, show I'm it? literally doing that. So stop interrupting. Most things people make up in their head are imaginary and don't exist. The God belief is something people made up in their head with no evidence. Therefore, it's reasonable to believe the God belief is imaginary, just like all the other things people make up in their head. Conclusion, it's rational to believe God is an imaginary thing made up in human's head and nothing more. So if I imagine that your mother doesn't exist, does it mean that your mom didn't exist? D did, you, did you not understand the argument here? So, so the argument is, is most things people make up in their head with no evidence are not real things. They're, they're imaginary things. If you have an idea which someone has made up in their head and it has no evidence, then it's reasonable to conclude it's an imaginary thing. Your mother has evidence. So it's not just something people made up in their head. It's something people made up in their head and has evidence. But I don't have evidence that your mom exists. Yes, you do. <laughs> what is the evidence? Uh, me, I mean, I can go further. I mean, 
I mean, I can go further than that. I can say your grandparents don't exist or your or your great great grandparents don't exist. You see, that's the point. I can answer the question. I don't. I don't need you to explain more. I don't know what you asked. I can answer the question. Yeah. So the answer to the question is: is because I'm here and you understand how biology works, and there's lots of empirical evidence of how biology works and how parents come from grandparents, et cetera, et cetera. You have sufficient evidence to include: yes, I have grandparents and great grandparents and great great grandparents. All you know, you for all for. But the thing is, for all I know, you could have been an alien coming down from somewhere. <laughs> yes, you don't need proof. Evidence isn't proof. Evidence is something you have, even if you don't have proof. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I can speculate where you come from. It doesn't, it doesn't matter, right? I mean, if, if that what? is the re- reasoning that you use to to deny God's existence, then I think it's a weak one. No, because you're just saying that you just you're saying that just because someone thinks that God exists, therefore God doesn't exist. I mean, um, no, that's not what I said. Yes, and and yet and yet, you know. Um, Life itself is evidence. I mean, okay, I'm going to argue this from the Quran because the Quran actually uh, discusses this this point. So uh, basically, um, life as it is uh, is evidence that God exists. Okay. How? So uh, the fact that the fact that you are here is is the reason. How? That How God is exists. it evidence? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um, pretty sure you are aware of the biological process where, you know, um, when uh, when. Uh, when you are, uh, you know, when someone is, uh, when a human is being created, there are thousands of sperm that goes into the womb, etc. And there's only one Thanks. ovum. So, so out of this one million sperm, only one can fertilize the ovum. So, are you going to say that only out of this one million sperm, only one, there's only the one infinite chance for the ovum to be, to you know, to uh, to uh, to uh, to fertilize and become a human? Merely by chance, merely by nothing. It's just a coincidence. Your creation is just a coincidence. There's nothing dictating the will of this happening. No, sperm don't have a will. All sperm are swimming into the same spot trying to get... Yes, there's one one million... But there's one million sperm, you see? So out of this one million sperm, only one fertilizes the ovum. So how is it possible? If we if we go to the ocean, if we go to the ocean and I toss in a piece of bread, only one of the millions of fish will get to eat the bread. No, that's not necessarily true. <laughs> that's not necessarily oh. true. Oh, Why is that man. true? Why is that so true? So if you throw if you throw in a tiny breadcrumb, a single piece of breadcrumb, and it's bigger and it's smaller than a fish's mouth, and a fish eats the entire thing all at once, then one fish will get the piece, and that'll be it. No more bread. Bread gone. I don't get the logic because you are. You are I think you are just you are, you are you are just doing fallacy okay, or okay, okay. Yeah, that's, um, not, that's so, not my point. That's not my argument actually. That's not my argument. My argument is the fact wait, that wait, wait. my argument is that the fact that you exist out of this one million chance shows that you you know that God does exist. You are created because of the will of God. If you get what I mean, I don't. I'm yeah, not sure whether yes. you get so, what I mean. So so yeah. one million chance that a sperm goes into an egg. Therefore, God. Yes. So, so there's a one million yeah. chance that I throw the piece of bread and because, the fish that eats yeah. it. Wait, 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 wait. Let, let me finish. Whatever fish eats it, there is a one in a million chance that that one fish would eat it. Does that prove that I'm a God and that I designed it specifically for that fish? No, it was just chance because there's a lot of them. So if there's a lot of things and only one of them can get the prize, then that's just probability. It's like a dice. If there's a dice with a million sides, one of them is red. And it lands on the red one eventually. It's not proof of a god. Yeah, was was it was it Einstein? Wasn't was it Einstein who said God doesn't play dice with the universe? Yes, Einstein and by God he meant pantheism, not a, not yeah, a mind. So yeah. pantheism, as in just yeah. nature, not a not a mind. But you're leaving it to random chance. I mean, this is just simply random. It just happens out of nothing. That 
for me, this is, uh, I think this sounds like as though you're making it up in your head. <laughs> it goes back to your argument about making things up in your head, you see? Um, I don't, you I don't, make I don't it up get if it's a logic. demonstrated part of reality. Yeah. If it's a demonstrated part of reality, that's literally the opposite of making it you're up. You're just assuming just maybe because you're throwing a bait crumb into the ocean and then therefore there's only one fish and then therefore it doesn't mean that you are the creator. You're just making it up in your head. I don't see why, how is that's, this evidence for no God? I see. That's called an analogy. It's not, it's not, this, this is not evidence for no God. It's just simply something you're making up in your head. <laughs> no, that was a counter to your argument. So so your argument was, is an event that is highly yeah. improbable is evidence of a God. And then I created an event that is highly improbable that had no designer. So that disproves your argument that something that is highly improbable is evidence of a designer or a God. No, it's not. But But the thing is, the thing is, I can argue it this way. The fact that you threw the breadcrumb was by the will of God. <laughs> what? You see, the fact that you threw the breadcrumb to give the fish to eat is evidence that God willed you to, 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 to do that to do that action. You see, so no. um, it, 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 again, it doesn't prove that there is no God. It doesn't prove that there is no God. That's what I'm trying to say. Nothing okay. you're saying is making any sense right now. So, so the reason there's no God is because any belief humans make up in their imagination that has no evidence is by definition defaulted to be just a thing a human made up in their imagination. Okay, fine. Then I think oxygen doesn't exist because I don't see oxygen anyway. I think oxygen is a made up thing in my head. Okay, well, we've empirically demonstrated that? it, so that would be a good start. Yeah. How, how will you empirically demonstrate it if I don't see oxygen in my, in my life? I have never seen oxygen in my life. All I hear is literally break it apart. All I know is all I know is that there's all I know that there's molecules and particles and atoms, but I've never seen a molecule or atom in my life. Yeah, that's what science does. Science proves it's real. So can you prove God is real? Like science proves things are real? Well, um, I I just did by by showing the human. No, you didn't do it. Like you didn't do Let me let me finish. Let me finish. There's many other evidences. I mean you can actually, you know, there's there's a whole plethora of evidence uh, you can you can choose from. Okay, it's not just about about uh, it's not just about humans' creation. It's also about the animals, about plants, life itself. Okay, the fact that you know the sun and earth is as the sun and earth is in orbit. Okay, the 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 the, uh, the space space itself, the stars, the moon. I mean, all this came from chance. Okay, how how are you you're just saying that all this just happened by coincidence. No, and, uh, you know, there's no purpose to life apart from just us being here, exist, palm, like as it is, without any. So you are just, you know, you're just simply assuming that everything just exists in this life, and uh, there's no creator. If I were to throw, a, a, you know, okay, I'm going to give an analogy. If I were to throw a a a, cup, a bunch of Lego blocks on the ground, would that Lego bro- uh, block suddenly become a castle? Can you can you answer the that? Laws of physics forced it yeah. to. Like what? None of what you're saying is evidence. I mean, if I throw a bunch of of uh, Lego blocks, and I throw it to the ground, would that would that Lego bunch of Lego blocks on the ground suddenly form into a castle? If there were laws of physics that forced them to, yes. I've never seen that happen. I mean, is it is it even there aren't any laws acceptable? of physics that forced them to? So you're saying laws of physics doesn't exist now. No, there aren't any laws of physics that make Legos go into a Lego structure. There are laws yeah, of physics so, uh, that force life to form. There are laws of physics that form galaxies to form. There are laws of physics that create uh, solar systems. Those are all determined by laws of physics. Yes, and who and who determines the laws of physics? 
Who nobody creates the laws of physics. Nobody. They're uncreated. They're necessary things that have always been there. Why would it be necessary if there's nothing created by chance? Everything is by chance. Nothing happens. I mean, no, there's no purpose to it. It just Absolutely happens by nothing chance. Absolutely, you just said makes sense. So, so basically, you're saying out of a out of a few million probabilities that could have happened, this particular chance, this particular thing happened, which is the galaxy forming out of nothing. Is that what you're saying? Uh, no. So you're saying that there is something creating this? No, it's uncreated. It's necessary. It's always been there. It's always been the way it is. It's determined by physical forces. If it determined, then who determines the physical forces? No, they were not determined. They're uncreated, never created, necessary things that don't need a creator. No creator. So, um, okay, so I'll, I'll just um, conclude this because I, I, don't, I don't see the point of continuing this, this particular argument that is. Um, so if E equals to MC square, right? Yes. Who determines the law E equals to MC square? Reality. Why is E equals to why E equals to MC square? Why because can E equals to reality. M? Why why can E equals to M square uh, C, for example? Because it describes reality. Like why does one plus one equal two? Because that describes reality. So who describes reality? Who determines this? Nobody. It's just a description of reality. So everything is by chance, according to you? No, it's by necessity. It's a necessary result of physics. There's no chance there. Who decides? But then who? De but then who decides what is necessary and what is not? No one. No one decides. It just is necessary. That's what necessary means. It means it's not decided. It's very simple. The words literally think, mean no honestly, one decides. I think honestly, I think I think we you are in denial, move. but it's okay. <laughs> okay, yeah, I think I must move. All right. To so anyway, target. the next point. Okay, yeah, next point, next point. All right. So um. Yeah, I'm going to do this point. Islamic civilization, okay? So, um, atheism doesn't bring any civilization. So, I have a book here called uh, Islam and Civilization, Critical Viewpoints, okay? It's written by M.A.J. Beck. Uh, in here, there's a list of uh, achievements by uh, the Islamic civilization, okay? So, how the Arab world uh, grew from Islam when Islam first, uh, first uh, burst into the scene in the world. So it tells me how the Arabs conquered the islands of Cyprus, etc., and then how the Ottomans ruled over the Balkans. How Islam, how Islam contributed to a world culture and sciences and civilization. Now my question is simple: What has atheism or atheist philosophers or whoever contributed to the world? Okay, in 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 terms equal to that of the Islamic civilization, which lasted for thousands of years, and even until today we have the Muslim world. So uh, what most has healthcare saved more lives, gave more education, provided more services, saved, can solved more diseases, more scientific. Yeah, and how many? How many years? Healthcare. How many years old is that? How many years old is that? How long did that um, take? I mean, how, so in how old is the that? past yeah. two hundred years, the atheists have made more progress than in the past two thousand years of the religious people who didn't do jack. So in the past two hundred years, atheism has done more than all of religion combined. Yes. But the thing is, Islam came in the 600s, in the in the, in the year 650 plus, and it has re re risen to become a great empire, and it has contributed a lot to sciences. That's much more than what atheism, if you no. say so, atheism no. contributed in 200 years. No, okay. you banned so math and science if, and fact, became the uh, lowest level society on the planet. So you're not actually. No, Muslims, ne Muslims has never been uh, math and science. In fact, yes, Muslims are the founders have. of modern science. In fact, the, the father of mathematics is Ibn uh, is Al Hawarizmi. 
Okay, Al Hawarizmi was a Persian scholar, a Muslim scholar yeah. who founded algorithm and algorithm and uh, algebra. Without which, we won't be even having this discussion because yeah, clearly uh, you don't understand the difference. Is, is, yeah. You don't the understand the difference between starting something and then someone else banning things later. Like clearly, those are two separate things. You just he don't started understand. something, yes, but then, but then uh, people improvise on it. Without that basic sciences, there will be nothing. You see, there will be nothing. No, so what, it would still what, be invented. So what, what, no, no, so what no, sciences no. have it is it is fine found. I mean, uh, apart from building upon. So, other so again, no, uh, yeah. no, you're wrong. Even if no Muslims ever existed, we'd still have all the science we do today. It just have different names behind it. So nothing they did was significant. I'll back to much. defer because I have a book here somewhere here. The world without Islam. Yeah, I have a book called Harry Potter, and that's about yeah, as much I, evidence as you have. Too. I, I forgot, I forgot his name. I'm sorry, but I have this book called "The World Without Islam," and in this book, uh, the author argues that without Islam, most of the things that we have today would not be would not be achieved. Okay, so your yeah, argument is just well, in your dumb. mind. Okay, in your mind, it's all in your mind. It's all in your yeah. mind. Okay, okay, so that book is dumb. Done. Problem solved. Then, then you will need to uh, critique that book properly because um, without that, I'm being. I, I'm not obliged to accept your argument by simply, you know, you, you by you simply dismissing it. Okay, it's not, it's not evidence for anything. Okay, you're just simply dismissing uh, the evidence. Okay, you yeah. denying reality is not evidence. Yes, I understand that. I'm not denying reality. You are. Yes, you definitely are. <laughs> yeah, because I'm saying that uh, without Islam, there wouldn't be a civilization as we know it today. Okay. Yeah. Yes, there would. That's just wrong. Like. You don't need Islam for pretty much anything. They all they do is name stuff. That's that's I guess that's just we we just have to uh, agree to disagree then, right? Okay. Yeah, reality disagrees with you. That's that's true. Yeah, I mean, okay. So <clears throat> maybe my last point here. Um, let me see now. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Depression. Yeah, the number of suicides. So how would you explain that? How would how would just how would you justify uh, atheism being a a, a good way or a good philosophy to life when you see the number of suicides from the atheist side even more than that of these okay and when when I say these I don't mean just Muslims I mean also uh, you know Christians Buddhists etc it seems to me that being an atheist is much uh, you know is is much more makes you more prone to depression and suicide it doesn't give you a great life okay compared to you know being a theist. Yeah, or being a Muslim for that matter. Yeah. In fact, in that statistic, Muslims have the lowest uh number of suicides. Okay. Per one hundred. And the highest people. number of beheadings yeah. and arm cutting off and capital punishment and marital rape and suicide bombings. No, that's not and no, no, that's crime not and homelessness no, and no, malnourishment. No. So yeah, uh, I'm gonna say that people who live uh, you're longer, going, you, no, no, I'm gonna have to give you the, for that. I have it here. Where is it? Live debates. Kenny yeah, you can, you can show it here. Yeah. Um, if you are curious which states and countries have the best of all the states, you can check the Pew Forum Religious Landscape Survey. And then you can go ahead and check how the various states are faring in terms of societal well-being. The correlation is clear and strong. The more secular tend to fare better than the more religious on a vast host of measures, including homicide, violent crime, poverty, obesity, diabetes rates, child abuse rates, education, attainment level, income levels, unemployment rates, rate of sexual transmitted diseases and teen pregnancy, etc. You name it, on nearly every sociological measure of well-being, you are most likely to find the more secular states with the lowest levels of faith in God and the lowest levels of church attendance faring the best and the most religious 
to have the highest levels in faith in God with the faring worst in each of these criteria. Yes, your religious stuff is worse in every one of these. Do you, do yes, you have grant, a, wait, do you wait, have wait, a wait, not, done yet, not done yet, not done yet. So I grant that, yes, uh, there is a higher suicide rate in areas that have significantly well better well-being because people who are depressed live longer, so they are able to kill themselves, whereas in the countries like Islam, they are put in prison, usually killed and tortured, and so they don't have the opportunity to kill themselves because they don't live long enough. So yes, uh, secular societies are better in like literally every way. The number of suicides is just indicative of that. That's not actually, it doesn't actually make... Islamic society is better. It actually makes it worse. Mm, no, I don't think I don't think you get it because I'm not from the Middle East. I'm not from Pakistan. I'm not from India. I'm from Malaysia. I didn't, I didn't say Middle East. Yeah, I said yeah, world. Yeah, I mean, I mean, um, there are problems in the Muslim world. I I'll grant that, but um, I don't. This think This is also true in America. Fair. So if you compare yeah, states I, in I America, think, the I don't same think thing is true. I, yeah, but I'm talking about atheism, atheists in general. I'm not talking about specific regions, you see. So you're just saying that in the Muslim but world, there's a number atheists in America of, do yeah. better in every category than the religious in America. The uh, atheists in the world do better than the religious as anywhere in the world. I disagree, because that's, what, that's not what the statistics say. That's not what I literally just say. read them to you from the Pew yeah. survey data. I literally just read it from the Pew survey data. When What year was it from? What Every year, it's the same data. Every year, they get the same result. It's continuous. It's not just like one magic year. Somehow, atheists are doing better. This one magic year. It's every year. Then, how do you justify the data that I sent? Uh, that I showed. I mean, I can't show it unfortunately, but that's what the but data that I have. There are more suicides. Yeah. Mm. Yes, there are more suicides in eighties from eighties. Yes, yeah. there are more suicides. That doesn't make the society better. I mean, doesn't that mean that you know eighties have a problem with uh, mental depression? They no, it means that more of them issues. are surviving and giving the opportunity to hate life and not being killed. So no, it does not mean that. Why why would it not mean that? To me, to me, oh, the data shows I just, that. I literally, that, just, that, that, that. I literally a... just said that. So when people survive for longer, there are more people who have mental health conditions that grow to the point where it becomes damaging to them to the point where they commit suicide. In societies where you starve to death and you are put in prison and you are killed, those people don't grow because they're killed. So in your society, they're murdered. In our society, the people who have mental health conditions can get to the point where they kill themselves. But that's indicative that our society is better than yours because in yours, they're murdered. In ours, they live long enough. No, we're not, we, don't, we don't murder atheists. We don't murder atheists. What? That, 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 that's you to presuming. That's, that's literally that's a you. thing in like no, every that, that, Muslim you're, country. You're, 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 you're poisoning the well. No, not every Muslim what? country. Have atheists in Malaysia. Atheists we don't kill them. We don't kill atheists. in Muslim no, countries. I think, you, I think you're watching too much propaganda. Atheists from, from and the, religious skeptics can be side. executed in at yeah. least 13 nations. Afghanistan. Stop me when any of these are not Muslim societies. Just tell me which one is not a Muslim society. Afghanistan, Iran, Malaysia, uh, Pakistan, Qatar, no, Saudi Arabia, Malaysia. Somalia, Definitely Libya, not. I would disagree with that. Yemen. Which one I would strongly disagree with that being Malaysia. Why? Why would you include Malaysia in this? I don't think. What? I don't believe this. I mean, I, I mean, this is totally wrong because I don't. I, see I literally this just googled it. Discrimination uh, against atheists. Yeah, that's why you, you are, you are asking Sheikh Google. You're, you're, you're asking Sheikh Google. To, to for your for your uh, you know, to to tell me yes yes that, because that, that Google condition. shows to, to tell, the evidence of people getting their heads cut off. But I'm in living in I'm living in a but I'm living in the Muslim world. Okay, you are living in the other side of. You're the in world. Malaysia. In the Malaysia world, is one of is the places. Happening. Yeah, exactly, atheists, which is wrong. Wait, 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 wait. You atheists list, you and list religious Malaysia, skeptics. Which is wrong. Stop interrupting. Yeah, atheists ridiculous. and religious skeptics can be executed in at least thirteen no, nations. No, they can't. Alphabetically, no, they can't. Afghanistan, Iran, Malaysia. It's the third one on the list. No, they can't. 
they I think can. We, we, no rather than hold on one, one rather than just <laughs> like yes it yes it is no it can't or no it doesn't we we got to move on to another one unless there's new info that's going to be brought forward because otherwise it's starting to repeat itself. Um, I'm running out of points, so I think I'll just give TJ uh, Tjam his answers. Uh, I mean his points if he has any. So I'll just stop here. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Any points that you'd like to run through, Tom? Any questions before we go to the Q and A? Uh, nope. You got it. We are going to jump into the Q&A, folks. Want to say thanks so much for your questions. You've got a good amount so far, but we might have enough time to get through more if you submit them. And we're going to jump into it right now. Thanks so much. And want to remind you, our guests are linked in the description. If you want to hear more, you certainly can by clicking on those links. And that includes at the podcast. We put our guest links in the podcast description box as well. In case you didn't know, we do have a podcast. And you can find Modern Day Debate, the podcast, on all podcast apps out there this one coming in from constellation pegasus says why does the apologist believe in allah since he didn't exist before or during the first temple period isn't allah late in human history you want me to answer this that's i think it's for you yep all right okay so basically um there is this misconception that Allah is the name of pagan god etc this is not true okay Allah has existed right from the beginning of time itself. Allah means God in Arabic. Okay, so the equivalent name for Allah in the Hebrew would be Elohim. Okay, so Elohim is the name for God in Hebrew, right? So um, if you are saying that Allah didn't exist before the uh, first temple, then what about Elohim? Because uh, basically, a Muslim believes in Elohim, the God of Abraham. Okay, we believe in Elohim. We believe in God. We believe in Ashadai, whatever it is you call him by, whatever names, to him belong the most beautiful of names. Okay. So to say that God doesn't, I mean, to say, to imply as though the name Allah is something uh, alien or something distinct from Elohim or from the God of Abraham is totally wrong, linguistically and historically. Okay. That's my answer. You got it, Dan. Thank you very much for this question. Coming in from Constellation Pegasus Strikes Again says, Where was the Quran at when the Hebrew Bible was being written? I think that's for you again, Muslim apologist. Most of these are going to be for you, by the way. Until uh, until much later in the 6th century, right? So uh, it was preserved in the book. We believe, we Muslims believe that the Quran was, or the uh, text, the divine text was was preserved in the heavens called the Law of Mahfuz, okay? So when the time came for it to be revealed on earth, it came down in the 6th century to the Prophet Muhammad. You got it. This one coming in from Mark Reed. Thanks for tuning in all the way from Australia. Mark says, for Muslim apologists, since you can be raised an atheist and still have morals, doesn't that show that morals or moral values come from society and culture rather than religion? Well, in order to be raised, uh, you need to be raised by your parents or your father figure or your mother figure or whoever is it, or grandmother or your or your, or your grandfather, etc. So it could be that your your grandparents were religious or maybe they were they had some values that they brought over from uh, their former religions if they were if they are atheists or etc. So uh, regardless, uh, you are brought up in the way that your parents or your guardians have brought you up in as the prophet. Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, in the hadith, um, uh, he said that um, each child is born pure as a white cloth. Okay, And this child is raised according to how his parents shaped them, whether he, became, he becomes a Jew 
or a Christian or a Majus or a Zoroastrian, he is raised in the religion that his guardians or his parents uh, brought him in. Okay, so basically, uh, this means that whatever values that you carry forth, as a, even you know, you call yourself atheist, it came from your parents. Okay, regardless. Okay, you so got it. This one coming from. Do appreciate it. Mac the human says potato is the meaning of life. Checkmate. And Grimlock, thanks very much. Says. Let's see, we are want to remind you folks, we are looking for more serious questions. We really do want to increase the quality of the podcast in terms of the Q&A rather than trolling. Happy Camper, thanks for your question. Let's see, XXWLZXX, thanks for your question, says this is a great lesson. Yep, we are definitely looking for like <laughs> questions rather than personal attacks, folks. I know that, you know, so it's like uh, personal attacks really don't make it look like you can have the intellectual high ground when you're just doing personal attacks on people. I want you to attack the arguments. Ozian Talks says, quick 200-year history lesson. I think this is for you Muslim apologists. They said, life expectancy has doubled globally and population is 20 times greater than it was. And this is thanks to atheists. So Muslim apologists, what do you think of them apples? Um... Are you trying to deny the existence of Muslim doctors in the in the world today? There are Muslim doctors, there are Muslim specialists, there are Muslim everywhere. There are there are there are even Christian uh, you know Christian doctors. There are Buddhist doctors. I mean, uh, I would say that this is a collective effort of the human race, not just specifically to one group of people. So, um, if if the population growth and healthcare improvement uh, uh, has done a lot of good, then yes, all kudos to them. But um, I don't think this is uh, specifically because of 80s yeah, or, or any particular group of people. Yeah. This one coming in from Don Fullman. Thanks so much. Says, Muslim apologist, can you tell me one great Muslim scientist's name? Or Al-Khawarizmi, yeah? Ibn Rushd, yeah, or, or uh, yeah, Ibn Rushd. Ibn Rushd, Avicenna, and uh, Al-Khawarizmi. Three. I give you three names. Yeah. You got this one coming in from XXWLZXX says, according to the World Health Organization, 77% of global suicides happen in the third world. The third world is significantly more religious than the first world. Think that's Sorry, is that question for me? Yep. Okay, can you repeat the question? I didn't quite get it. Sorry. You bet. Let me just load this up two seconds. This one coming in from same person. XXWLZ says, according to the World Health Organization, 77% of global suicides happen in the third world. The third world is significantly more religious than the first world. Um, I think I would need to see the data. Um, it could be from 80s, for all you know, or from other, uh, you know, from other belief systems that do not have a God. Because you see, um, Buddhism is actually is some uh, sort of 80s atheistic as well because they don't believe in a, in a, in a deity in a way so um, it's hard to it's hard to, for me to comment because I don't have the data I mean this is just general right so it's not it's not broken down into religions or belief systems you see so this one coming in from the noon says would the Muslim concede that the Greeks contri contribution to subjects like science and philosophy are proof of their theology or does this only apply to Islamic achievements well, the Greeks have done their work, true, but it is Muslims who took that uh, that knowledge and uh, made it great, and form, it formed form the basis of the modern world today. 
because without the Muslims, without Muslims bridging that gap, uh, we wouldn't have a, even a computer. You got it, Dan. Thank you very much for this question. MB Khan says, quick question to Muslim apologists. Did Prophet Muhammad split the moon in half? That's my answer, yes. Okay, I didn't hear you. (laughs) Mike Q922 says, why does the Quran claim the Bible is previous scripture? And for the Muslims to read it, then though it claims that it's corrupted. Uh, we Muslims don't believe that the Bible is revealed from God. Okay, we believe only in the Torah, the Torah, the Injil, the the Gospel, and the Gospel singular Gospel, and the Zabur, the Psalms. Okay, what you have in the Bible is a com- combination of various writings which you claim to be the Torah, the the Psalms, the Injil. You have three in you have four Injils. Okay, four Gospels. Okay, four writings claiming to be Gospels. You have the uh, the Epistles of Paul. You have uh, revelations, etc. So there are there are right. So these writings have been mixed up so much so that that we Muslims or the Quran says that uh, these writings have have now been corrupted and uh, it is not the Torah. It is not as we understand it, as we Muslims understand it, or even the Zabur or the Injil. Okay, these are three separate books, not one book called the Bible. Yeah. So that's my answer. Coming in from Ahan says the Muslim apologist. Uh, says uh, you would be a Muslim, or you would not be a Muslim. You'd be a, an atheist if you were born in an atheist country, or a Christian if you were born in a Christian country. I think that they're trying to imply that this uh, should undermine your confidence in your belief. Um, maybe I would have been. Who knows? But um, uh, we can't say because I was I was born as a Muslim, of course. But um, if God has will, wills it, I would have discovered Islam eventually. Okay. If God doesn't will it, then I would be yeah, a disbeliever forever. It's up. It's actually your personal choice whether you want to look for the truth or not. Okay. So um, for everyone, uh, everyone is given the. I think your connection might be. Uh, it's hard. I don't know if you can hear me. We'll give you a minute just to see if the connection comes back. In the meantime, do want to remind you folks, as always, our guests are linked in the description. Also, as you can see at the bottom right of your screen, we are absolutely thrilled for this juicy, epic, controversial debate tomorrow morning should ex-Muslims be punished. That's going to be tomorrow with Apostate Prophet and Khalid, who's a newcomer. Can you hear me now? Yes, loud and clear, loud and clear. You got it. I, I, we weren't able to hear your last response. Or, Oof. yeah, this man, that was my answer. Yeah. Uh, uh, Just to be sure that we were heard the, all of it, I want to give you a chance if you want to say it again. I, I didn't hear the last maybe half of it. I'm not sure how much you had left. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I was just saying that everyone is given a chance to seek the truth, and uh, everyone is given equal opportunity to know God. Yeah. Gotcha. This one coming in from, do appreciate your question, from MB. says, what evidence is there for the moon being split? Uh, okay, so um, I believe that there was a Indian king uh, during those times who actually saw the moon split and he became a Muslim after that. This was recorded in the history books, okay? So uh, these are the evidences, yeah. Unfortunately, I don't have the references with me, but this is essentially part of it, yeah. 
You got it. This one coming in from Mike Q922 says, who were the thousands of prophets sent all over the world according to Muslim belief? Where is the evidence? Hadith where the prophets said that uh, thousands of prophets and messengers were sent throughout the world. Okay, so uh, we don't, but we, but they are not named. Okay, we only have twenty-five names in the Quran, so uh, um, it's not easy to, to you know. I, I can't just simply say just because this philosopher is great, therefore he might be a prophet or that philosopher. No, uh, there are arguments that the Buddha might be a prophet or Confucius might be, have been a prophet, etc. Or even Socrates might have been a prophet, but uh, we can't say for sure. Okay, that this. Uh, not named. Uh, we, we, these are not these people are not named, so we don't know. Yeah. Okay. So um, the answer is we don't know, but the Quran, or oh, sorry, the, the the prophet himself uh, mentions uh, this, right? You got it. This one coming in from Marty Mad Scientist. I think they mean for atheists in general. I'm not sure they say T Jump. What's a good question uh, to ask you that has not been asked you before? I have no idea. Maybe they mean like, what's a tough question for atheists? What's a tough question for atheists? That's my best guess of what they mean by that. Unless they mean it like, what's a personal question you've never been asked? Uh, tough question for atheists. Um, I guess a tough question for atheists would be something like most human nature, because we're of our personal biases, we like to have answers to things. And so... Uh, many theists like to claim, well, you can't answer this or you don't know this. And atheists honestly say, yes, we don't know the answer to that. And then the theist thinks that's evidence for their position because they like to make stuff up. And so I think the hardest question for atheists is, is how do you honestly represent the evidence and not play into human fallacious biases? Um, and that's that's a tough one for atheists to answer. This one coming in from Chris Gammon says, T-Jump, his argument sounded like, quote, Let's see, atheists don't have an explanation for the universe or life, unquote, as a negative for atheism and a positive for Islam. Could you respond to that? Yes, that, that's literally the thing I, I just said. So, yeah, that's called an argument from ignorance. It's um, you don't know the answer. I've made up an answer. Therefore, my made up answer is better than you admitting you don't know. It's a common fallacy in human reasoning that humans pre the scientific era used to thought was valid reasoning. They thought that, well, because you couldn't come up with an answer and they could come up with an answer in their imaginary minds, that that must mean that their imaginary minds must be better than your inability to come up with an answer. When in reality, the correct scientific and logical way to approach it is to wait for actual empirical novel testable predictions to confirm one hypothesis. And until you have evidence and you would follow the evidence wherever it leads, you would admit you don't know that is the rational, better intellectual position to have hold in all cases. This question coming in from S. Aston says, please ask Muslim apologists to describe how he would fail, then correct a science experiment to measure a god. I don't know what they uh, mean. I don't, I, I, don't, I don't believe. Uh, it's simple, okay? Anything that can be seen, or uh, it's not God. Okay, If I can see something, that's not God, because God cannot be perceived by the human mind. He's not measured by science. He's not measured by, he cannot be measured by human terms, okay? So for me, that, that, that question is illogical because um, if God can be measured by scientific tools, then it is not God. It's that simple. You got it. And let's see here. Just put a poll on the old live chat and then F censorship, 
F censorship says it's a shame they don't repeat questions to the debaters posted in the live chat unless you give them money. That actually, the last two were actually unpaid. They're just people tagged me in the live chat. So you probably, rather than making up lies, you should probably pay attention. But thanks for this next question coming in from Karag Nightwolf says, "Why does Muslim?" The Muslim assume that the highest suicide rate of atheism has anything to do with atheism. Is that not post hoc ergo proctor hoc? Another um, is from the at, isn't this uh, correlation doesn't uh, equal causation kind of mistake? But but that is what the graph says, and um, I have a description. I mean, I, I wish I could share the the data here, but the thing is. Um, this graphic that I have here actually commented that it has something to do with atheism because it's, far, it's from a research where uh, uh, the scientists were studying whether uh, you know uh, atheism has any or sorry religion or non-religion has any correlation with mental health depression. Okay, so this is the result. This was the result of the study. So yes, definitely, atheism has some connection to this. Yeah, based on the results of this experiment of this study. This one coming in from XM Music says, Does Muslim apologists believe that his ancestors were forced to abandon their own religion for Islam by the sword in the past? No, I believe, because you see, um, uh, my ancestors were from Java Island okay, in Indonesia today. So um, the, how Islam was spread to this region in the, in the Southeast Asian region uh, was through Muslim traders, okay? Uh, Muslim traders from the east, from 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 the Middle East, from the China, from India. So they came here and they did missionary work. And uh, I'm pretty sure my ancestors were fascinated by by their by their da'wah, by their preaching, and uh, they were convinced of the truth of Islam. And they and because of that, they reverted to Islam. So that is essentially what happened here in this in in this part of the world. Islam did not spread, uh, did not escape. There's, there were no Islamic armies that came. To this part of the world and yet majority of the people here in this region okay are muslim you got it and any other questions out there i think that's it we i think we got to all of them we did have one last one i'm going to humor you just because it's the very last one even though like i said we we're wanting more serious questions but nonetheless michael mccaffrey thanks says james how much money to, to uh do your opening on helium we're no amount and Want to say thank you, folks, for your questions. Thank you very much, most of all, to our guests, T-Jump and Muslim Apologists. I am thankful that we had this debate tonight. I hope you guys have a great rest of your night out there. I'm going to be back in just a moment with a post-credit scene letting you know about upcoming debates. And want to say one last thank you to T-Jump as well as the Muslim Apologist. You're welcome. Yeah. Thanks. We'll be one last one. Let's see. Thanks. Marty Mad Scientist says, Dala Dala, pay it forward for another unpaid chat question. I, I think actually, like, no joke, as far as I had seen, scrolling up as far as I could, I think we got to all of the unpaid chat questions as well. I'll double check, but yeah, scrolling up to the top, I think we got to all the questions tonight, including just the ones tagging me in the chat that were not super chat. So thanks for that. Appreciate your support. But do want to say thanks, folks. I'm going to be back in just a moment. And with that, we are very excited for this other juicy debate tomorrow night with Destiny versus Gavin McGinnis. It is going to be a juicy one, so stick around. I'll tell you about that in just a moment.
and gentlemen, absolutely thrilled to have you here. I want to say thanks so much for all of your support. We are absolutely pumped about the future, in particular tomorrow night. My dear friends, this is going to be amazing. You do not want to miss this. Destiny and Gavin McGinnis, as you can see at the bottom right corner of your screen, it is going to be amazing. They're debating whether or not Joe Rogan's debate was or I should say his podcast, does more harm than good. You don't want to miss that one. And in particular, it has to do with the context of COVID. You guys definitely will want to tune into that one. And hit that subscribe button if you haven't already, as we are very excited for that one. Citizen, good to see you there in the old live chat. And do want to remind you, if you want to submit a question, as tonight we did, yeah, we actually, it doesn't happen every night. Sometimes we don't get to it because we have just so many questions. Where some nights... We do get to read the unpaid, you could just say the normal chat questions. And so we did actually get to do them tonight, but I just noticed some of the questions in chat. You have to tag me though. So if you tag me, if you put at modern day debate, that makes it easier for me to see them because it's already, I'm trying to pay attention to a lot. And so if you, if you don't tag me, it's like, come on, like meet me halfway. So we want to say, Jim Johnson, thanks so much. Says I had a question. It is true, Jim. I, I got to let you know, and I'm willing to give you it next time. What we can do is I'll, I'll, usher your question for whatever next debate it is to the front of the list. I, I did notice that your question came in it, but it said that you erased it. So here's what I had on my side is that I think it said, let's see here. Hmm. Let me find it. I'll get back to you. But I know that I did see it said something like withdrawn or restricted, or it said something that I don't know if you put a word in it that YouTube didn't like or if it was something that you deleted. But anyway, happy to ask your question. First time, uh, first one in line, next debate. But want to say thanks, everybody, for being with us. And yeah, I am surprised, though. There, it is like it is kind of strange that so like I see this gross potato in the chat says everything has a price. LOL. Again, I did read the non super chat questions. So like you guys, it's I could get it if it was a night in which we didn't get to those chat questions. But when we actually read the live chat questions that were not super chats, I, I don't see why you're lying and saying that we didn't read those. So I do want to say, like, folks, like, for real, I don't know why you're, like, being so dishonest. But we do want to say thank you so much for hanging out with us in the old chat. Good to see you, Nano, as well as my name, last name. Thanks for coming by, as well as Nav. Good to see you. Says tomorrow is going to be epic in all caps, and you're right about that. SJSXF. Thanks for coming by. Says James turned to Jesse Lee Peterson. Amazing. Good to see you there, friend. And MB Khan, glad you were with us. Martin Age, glad you were here. XM Music, glad to have you with us. KCA Randy and Anthony Rogers, glad that you were with us. And MB Khan, good to see you. My dear friends, we are excited about the future. A lot of juicy upcoming debates coming up. And let's see here. Jens Van Brockhoven. Glad to see you. Says, is this tomorrow? Yeah, we have two huge debates tomorrow, for real. Uh, the debate, this one that you're seeing on screen in the bottom right of your screen is going to be at night. And then we're absolutely pumped that not only do we have that one, but tomorrow morning we have this juicy debate. Apostate Prophet and newcomer Khalid are going to be debating whether or not ex-Muslims should be punished. So that's going to be one you don't want to miss as well. want to say Mike Keenan, thanks for coming by, as well as S. Aston said, thanks for reading my question. Appreciate it. Even, let's see. My pleasure. And then my name, last name, good to see you. And Rembrandt972, glad to have you with us. Longtime viewer, right? I think I remember seeing you here for a long time. And Mesa Kamir, thanks for coming by. Mao Demighty, 
Thanks for coming by. He says, question for tomorrow's debate. Why is Destiny's... Let's see. I You'd have to ask Destiny about his beard. Embe Khan, good to see you. Thanks for your uh, question. May, hey, that's a possibility. That might work with me. And then thanks for your question. Marty Mad Scientist says, all good with me. I did not intend controversy. Was a sincere gesture to many haters leaping to conclusions. Thanks. I appreciate that. No worries. I didn't take anything. Uh, I didn't... Uh, take any offense to it but yeah i said like i see somebody right now in chat k is the, the person named k you aren't a killer says they read the paid comments yeah we do read those but tonight we also as mentioned a lot of nights we do have time and we actually read the regular chat questions as well that are not paid so uh and then the christian metalhead says i've seen james take many unpaid questions and yeah we did take a number of them tonight so again Folks, I, I do recommend, like, don't lie. It, it doesn't make your case look better. It just makes it look, nobody believes you. You're destroying your own credibility. So on other nights, though, it's true. We don't always get to the unpaid normal chat questions. We've got a lot of questions that come in, and we do have to let the debaters buy. Because that's one thing I, I am amazed by is sometimes people are like, James, like, you have to read my question. And it's like, I'm not your slave. Like, no, I don't. Like, if the deba- and that's the thing too is like, if the debaters have to go, like, if we promise them that we'll get get them out by a certain time because they've got busy schedules, like, we're not obligated to read every question. And so we do prioritize the super chats because we do appreciate the support of the channel. But uh, for the people that are like, oh, well, I sent in a normal chat question and you didn't read mine, and it's like, and they're angry, and I'm like, uh, we try our best, but we don't get to it every night. And the fact that you think you're entitled to have it read makes it look like you think that I'm your slave like we do our best but want to say thanks everybody for your support and we do like those don't get me wrong we do appreciate the unpaid questions as we do need questions for the Q&A so it really does help when you actually do put in questions whether it be a super chat or not we really do appreciate that support as you guys really do help make this channel awesome and that's one way you do is just by putting in questions so we do appreciate that and want to say thanks for coming by Richard Ameriki Am I saying it right? Let me know, Richard. Glad you were with us. Be truthful. Thanks for being with us. Says, we know you do better. Thanks for your kind words. Be truthful. I appreciate that. And let's see here. Proper FPV. We are glad you were with us. Happy Camper. Thanks for coming by. Says, so excited for tomorrow's debate. And then John Howe said, morning debate. Nice. I agree. We're, I'm excited for that one tomorrow as well. And let's see. Thanks for your super chat question. Jay, Jay Schneider says new bid T jumps adventure featuring Darth Dawkins and Godless Girl coming Sunday with out or was it with with a James cameo? <laughs> I didn't know I was in it. That sounds juicy. Crazy fun. My T jump fan scheduled to premiere. That sounds juicy. I'm excited that Darth Dawkins. Darth, a lot of guys, you guys didn't know Darth Dawkins is actually my dad. I made that up. Not really. But uh, Darth Dawkins won't come back on. We, we wish he would, but he won't. But let's see. Thanks, Rembrandt972 says, yeah, I've been watching Modern Day Debate for a while. Oh, well, that's cool. I thought I was like, I know I've seen your name around here for years. Chess119, thanks for coming by. We appreciate you being with us. And then, yeah, if it is, it's true. Like, if it's, an, if it's something to insult the guests because they said, imagine if you paid and you did not have your question read or quote unquote question is it's true like we're not gonna if you want to pay us to insult the guests like we're that's not what we're here for we're not here to insult the guests and so we're not going to read those types of super chats but want to say brother ben thanks for coming by so don't don't send them is what i'm saying is like if it's a sincere question send it that's great but i i do uh, like some people I, I don't understand like they just don't seem to get it they're like i want to attack the person and i'm like attack the arguments not the person so thanks for coming by gene brass good to 
CU, as well as Jim Johnson. Thanks for coming by. He says, how do I sign up for a debate? If you email me at Modern Day Debate, uh, it's a possibility we can get you in, but I got to tell you, it is not easy. Uh, so in other words, we've got so many requests right now. It's a challenge for me to get them all in for real. And then the, the biggest thing is we have sometimes people who come in and they're like, hey, we've already got our debate set up. We had a spat on Twitter. Will you host us? And I'm like, yeah, like, you know, they, like they've already set it up for us. So it's like, okay, sure. And so that makes it easier on me. And then the other thing too is like, sometimes it's like people will. So for example, uh, Brenton, Langle went and he got uh, Dr. David D. Friedman to come on for a debate, which is a huge help to us. And so for me, I was like, yeah, like we'll prioritize that because getting David D. Friedman, who's a very famous, popular economist, is we're like, well, of course, that's a huge honor for us to host him. And so I got to tell you, if you if you're that is one thing that we really appreciate and we usher those at the front of the line, too, because it helps is that. If you happen to find somebody who's a big name out there that's willing to debate you, that really does help a lot as well. So we kind of prioritize those because those people have put the work in for us. Like they've helped us and that helps us grow modern day debate. So want to say thank you guys for being with us. Let's see. I Let's see. We got a, we got a lot of haters in chat. Not a lot. I'd say it's a small percent as a whole, but uh, there's some people in chat tonight. I like this one. I like Ricky DePier. De they don't give me any like examples. They just claim it. it. says, pathetic, James. Address the facts and stop hiding behind your failed attempt at neutrality. I like that. You've got a little bit of fight in you. But yes, we are excited. If you're a hater, if you're a hate watcher, you just love to hate watch, you'd get off to that. Hey, we're glad you're here too because that helps us in the algorithm. No joke. I want to say thank you guys so much for being with us. We are absolutely excited, my dear friends. And I'm, I'm serious though. If you are here watching, it really does help uh, because even if you're just watching, even if you don't hit like, although I got to tell you, we're so close to, to 200 likes. We could get to 180. We're at 173 already. If you haven't yet, hit that like button. We're so close to 180. And I've got to tell you, though, is that even if you don't hit the like button, even if you're just like, yeah, I just hang out here, that does help us. So we want to say thanks for hate watching. Thanks for watching if you enjoy the channel. Because YouTube, actually, the way the algorithm works is they look at what you're watching or what I watch, or you know what anybody watches, and they say, look at what this person is watching, and let's look at other channels out there that watch similar stuff that this person is watching, and we'll recommend it to them as well, because odds are good, since they seem to have a lot of the same interests, that they'll like this modern day debate channel as well. So it does actually, for real, it helps us in the algorithm just when you happen to hang out here. And then Gene Brass says, thanks for the shout out, James. My pleasure, Gene. Thank you. Caleb RM, thanks for your kind words. Says, love what you do. Thank you, Caleb. And seriously, it means a lot. And Chris Gammon says, the real way to get on the channel is to bribe James with tons of soy. That's true. Nobody likes soy more than me. My dear friends, I've got to tell you, I have so much soy every day, you wouldn't even believe it. But I want to say thanks for your question. This one coming in from, where was it? The Christian Metal has says Modern Day Debate. Got to drop off, but God bless you, man. Really happy to see how much the channel is growing. Thanks for your support. Seriously, that means a lot. I appreciate your positivity. It really does mean a lot. But yeah, I want to say thank you so much for all of your support. Drag McKinney, thanks for your support as well. And thanks, CP, who says, I love watch and hate watch at the same time. Thank you, CP. We appreciate that. But yeah, seriously, um, let's see. 
Thanks, Chess 119 says, I'm not a hater. I mean, I am, but I respect you, Mr. Host. I hope you understand. Thanks for that support. I, pl I appreciate it. And like I said, I, we, we don't try to like push, you know, sometimes when we see critics in the chat, we don't want to ban them. Like we, we're pretty reluctant to ban people because we, we know that we like having people, even if they're hate watching, we like that they're here because it helps us in the algorithm. And so if you are here and you're trying to like discourage us, like, Please do stick around. Like, you know, we're, we're, we're going to try to, you know, keep you around as long as we can because it helps us. F censorship, thanks for coming by. It says, perhaps I was wrong in this specific debate, but I've seen it before. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I, I did, uh, it says, and to call me a liar isn't cool, man. Well, you, you were lying because tonight we did actually read them, and you just stated it as, as a general statement that we don't read those. So, uh, you know, you, you really should consider about, like, what you're actually saying before you say it. And then says, uh, explaining it to take you for a question is good, but calling a liar isn't. Hey, yeah, I'm telling you, you were lying. That's just, if you don't want to own it, that's okay. But I mean, if you have some humility and you just kind of own it and say, okay, and I won't, I won't lie again, then, you know, it's no problem. But if you're just like, no, I'm not going to own it. It's like, we've had tons of questions over many debates where we read, we read questions that were not super chats. And so uh, that's the thing though, is in those times where we don't get to read them, I don't, I would say, I still honestly don't think that people have a complaint because it's like, hey, the debaters aren't morally obligated to be your slaves. And likewise, I'm not morally, morally obligated to be your slave and stick around and answer every single question that comes in. Like we have our own lives, too, that we have to get to. And so it's like if the debaters like we promise them we'll get them out of here in two hours, then we're going to get them out of here in two hours. And so if, if people are mad, and they're like, you didn't re answer my question. Uh, it's like. We're not morally obligated. And the fact that you think that you're entitled to that, it just shows you're an entitled person. And you just, frankly, it just makes you kind of look like you're kind of, uh, you think that we're your slave or something. You look a little self-centered. So it's like, we try to do our best, but uh, I am going to put those people in their place. Likewise, I saw people, like one time somebody was like complaining at Kaz, who's one of our awesome guest mods. And they're like, oh, I didn't read my question. And it's like, listen, Kaz is not your slave. Like Kaz has got things, he's got a family. He's a busy guy. And so it's like, he he tries his best like he tries to read the unpaid ones as well but the the fact that some people like actually get mad and they think they're entitled to our time is like we do our best and uh, if you think you're that if you're that entitled like and especially if you're going to lie and you're going to say that we don't read those that we don't read unpaid ones it's like uh, we oftentimes do so let's see Gleep Glorp says modern day debate are an unverified creator it says you are aren't an are an unverified creator. I can't tip you with bat tokens. Look into Brave Browser. Oh, I'll check into that. Thanks for letting me know about that. Seriously, Brave Browser. Okay, I'm going to put it in here right now. But yeah, thank you guys. Seriously, we do appreciate the guests. And that's the thing too, is like the guests are coming on for exposure. Like they're, they're just trying to get their name out there and stuff like that. So, or because they just love to debate. Some people don't even have a channel and they love to come on and debate. So we really do appreciate them. Delta November says, James, when are you getting Sally Dawa on the show? I don't know who she is, but uh, I don't, I'm open to it. And then thanks for your kind words, Jim Johnson, for saying modern day debate has a ring to it. I appreciate that. And then wildlife, good to see you. Glad you are with us. And Mike Keenan says, do you support the honkening? Is the honkening the truckers you mean in Canada? I honestly don't know. Like, I'm not, I'm not just saying this to, like, duck the question. I, I don't know exactly what it is. I think it's – do I understand right that they're, like, they're, uh, they're driving to Toronto to protest? They, they, they say that they don't want to get the vaccine. Is that it? I honestly don't know. I'm, I'm asking. I, like, I'm not taking a side. Mike Keenan, uh, let's see. Chess119 says, James, are you the final boss of the debate channel? What topic would you debate? 
That's funny. I, I honestly think I'm probably just an average debater. Statistically, that's what we should all estimate usually about ourselves is you could say it's the maximum uh, likelihood estimator in statistics is the average. I, I love to debate. And I used to debate uh, working on my Ph.D. right now. I don't want to debate because it just puts me in a controversial, potentially controversial spot where I've already had one professor try to. Uh, she reported the channel to the chair of our department. I don't, I don't know why, because I'm, I'm the moderator. I'm not even debating. But nonetheless, it, I guess it's that controversial to where even being the moderator, some people have a problem with it, or at least that one. I don't know if there's anybody else besides her. But let's see. Brian Katarin, good to see you. And Brooke Sparrow, thanks for all of your support, and thanks for doing a great job moderating in the old Twitch chat. JSK, thanks for coming by. Thanks for your, your kind words. I really do appreciate that. That means a lot. And... Ahmed, we are glad you were here. Thanks for dropping by, Ahmed. And then let's see. Happy Frenzy, thanks for coming by. But yeah, it's like, um, yeah, I, I just appreciate you guys. So thank you guys. I, I like, I think that's, yeah, it's, uh, it's always a fun time. Whether you be atheist, whether you be Christian, whether you be Muslim, you name it. We are glad you were here. We really do hope you feel welcome. And Mike Keenan says, uh, yes, I, I really don't know about it. Um, in terms of my personal opinion, I think the vaccine is a good idea. It sounds like it reduces your chances of having a serious reaction, like having to go to the hospital, and that sounds pretty good. Um, in terms of whether or not – I don't know what the rules are in Canada, so I want to be careful about what I say. I don't, I'm not super big on, like, saying that truckers would have to – like, if the government is saying it, I'm not super, like – especially if truckers are driving around like alone. Uh, I know that they interact you oftentimes during their stops, they'll interact with people, but I, I personally don't uh, feel compelled. I don't, I don't really, uh, you could say that government mandates don't appeal to me. I, I think it's something that people, hopefully we can persuade them and uh, without being a, what is it called? A, a government mandate. Jim Johnson says uh, modern day debate. They are going to Ottawa to fight vaccine forces f mandates. Gotcha. Good to know. And then a red ape says, I'd like to be a debater, but I'm a nobody and don't know who to reach out to. Uh, if you go to YouTube's uh, YouTube channels and you click on there, first you look at the channel and then you click on the tabs, you know, on the top of the YouTube profile, you click on the about tab. It will show you, uh, you can usually click on a, a button that will let you get their email. Now, not everybody YouTuber has it showing, but a lot of them do. And so I, I've got to let you know, like, that's one way to get a hold of people. And so it's like, it's just, it's hard for me to like set up debates right now. Cause seriously, I can't keep up with my, my emails. I just, um, it's hard to find someone too. Cause like some people are like, well, you should just, uh, find someone else to do it. And it's like, it's hard to find people. Like, um, we had an, as a person who, well, I, I hope he's okay. Cause, um, uh, long story short. Yeah. It's, it's hard to find. It's a lot. There's a lot to do. So we're doing our best. But thanks for your support. Brooks Sparrow says, let's get to 200 likes. We're at 192 likes already. You guys, we can totally get another eight likes, which will get us to 200 likes for this live stream. Do want to say your support really does mean a lot as that helps us in terms of our discoverability. Seriously, the YouTube algorithm does give a little bit of a boost to us in terms of recommending our videos to more people if people are liking that like button. And so that really does help us. And we have no shame about it. 
we want to grow. Like, we'll be honest. Like, we want to grow in terms of our subscribers. We want to grow in terms of our video views. And the reason is we think that we're providing something valuable to YouTube. It's a neutral platform. We want everybody to have their fair shot at making their case on a level playing field. We want everybody to be treated fairly, whether they be Muslim, atheist, Christian, politically left, politically right, black, white, gay, straight, you name it. We really do want everybody to get a fair shot. That's important to us. So that, if you believe in that value with us, if you hold that value as dearly as us, namely that you say, hey, I like that. I want everybody to get their fair shot. And this channel is doing their best to do that. Hey, hit that like button because that does help us as we pursue that vision and as we continue to grow on YouTube. And our impact, we are just thrilled, you guys. Thank you guys for helping us get where we've gotten. But hey, our story is just beginning. We are excited. Don't get me wrong. I'm thankful that we have 64,000. And by, you, by the way, just a month ago, we hit 60,000. So we have hit, in the last month, we had a big month because of the conference. We had 4,000 new people come to the channel in the last month. So thank you guys for sharing videos, stuff like that on Twitter, retweeting, whatever it is, sharing it on Facebook. That helps us. And I got to tell you, you guys, seriously, thank you guys because you have made this possible. You guys have supported this channel in so many ways. We've already blown past that goal of 200 likes. We've got 207. With just another three likes, we can get to 210. So... We want to say thank you guys for your support. And then Mao Demighty says, where is the pool I can buy into for how long it takes YouTube to ban this channel? I don't know. I think that we're going to be around for a while. And the reason is we actually do try to follow the, you could say the terms of service. And we have gotten a strike before. It was technically a strike warning. We appealed it and we won. So we are pretty careful. And I do think that, you know, like and a, a lot of people win appeals. It's not that hard. But want to say thanks. Doc Twat says, gosh, I don't know what that name means, but says James is doing a great job. I appreciate that, Doc. Seriously. We're one like away from 210. So do want to encourage you, if you believe in the vision with us, if you're excited with us, and our story is just beginning, my dear friends, because we're determined. We are absolutely committed. We are on a determined march to with. By the end of the year, we want to make it to 100,000 subscribers. We believe we can totally do that. We are absolutely pumped for that. And I've got to tell you guys, the reason is not because we're like, oh, we're all about numbers. It's more that we're about impact. We want to make a difference on YouTube. We want everybody to say, hey, you know what? If I'm a Muslim or if I'm an atheist or if I'm a Christian, is there a channel where I can go to and I can actually make my case and I won't have a moderator try to jump in to debate me you know, and take sides or I won't have the channel put out a video after the debate that says, oh man, that debater was so stupid or their arguments were so bad. We don't do any of that. We want it to be as fair as possible. And so if you're like, hey, that sounds like a cool thing to me. We like this channel. We like that it's around. And we don't have videos that put out, like, let's say a, a pro, you know, let's say a pro-Muslim message or a pro-atheist or a pro-Christian message. Like, it's purely, like, debates. That's it. That's all the debate channel is, is debates. And so 
we are excited to do our best to give everybody their fair shot. And we want to say thank you guys so much, though. We are absolutely pumped for just the growth of this channel and your guys' support. Because like we said, we're excited about that vision of providing a neutral platform so that everybody gets their chance to make their case on a level playing field as we strive to get different people from different walks of life discussing the big questions of life. So I want to say thanks for your support, you guys, in that. And then let's see. Mao Demighty says, I like this channel. I don't like this platform, namely YouTube. Odyssey and Rumble are better. I'm open. We might do, uh, let's see. We might do, what is it? Uh, let's see. Sorry, I'm like, I'm, I'm a little bit sleep deprived. It's, it's been, man, it's been a rough last five days of sleep. I'm, I'm not on purpose. I try to get eight hours a night, but I just don't always fall asleep very well. Um, what was your question? Sorry. Oh yeah. Yeah. We're open to going on those platforms. I got to figure out how to stream at all of them at the same time. Yeah. Tour says, James, what is your position? Theist or atheist? I'm actually, I love everybody. So I love atheists. I love theists. I love agnostics. You name it. I'm a theist personally, but for me, I like being friends with atheists. I like being friends with Muslims, Christians, you name it. And then Ahmed says, can we please get a two hour Coke versus Pepsi? with comparisons of ingredients and methods of creation, everything, please debate daddy. Thanks for your question. Maybe someday, but yeah. Uh, amazing says nano. Thanks for your support nano. And then, but yeah, it's a, uh, thanks for your support. Wildlife says this platform is cool with me. And thanks doc twat says James doesn't need people demanding who he's allowed to platform. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're definitely, we're going to offend some people. For example, tomorrow's Tomorrow, the morning debate is probably going to offend a lot of people. Uh, nonetheless, we're going to host it and we're going to like it and we're not going to apologize because I'm sure some people might ask for an apology or even demand an apology, but we're not going to. So we have, I mean, we think through it. It's not like we just haphazardly are like, yeah, let's host it. And, you know, like we, we actually do consider what we're hosting before we actually host it. It's not just that we, you know, like, oh, let's just throw this together and not think about it. Cause I, I do, I take it seriously. Like I actually do think about um, like what are like the ethical like things that are going on here if we host this person or that topic. So, you know, I get it. But F censorship says, let's see. Wow. Put me in my, it's like, you you're, you're angry, but yeah, we, we love that. You're glad we're, we're glad that you're here. F censorship that seriously helps us in the algorithm. And Martin H says that was actually well said. Good night. Thank you, Martin H for your support. That means a lot. I appreciate you saying that. And then, whew, Mao Demighty says, so you're demisexual. I don't even know what that means. But Travis Pratt, good to see you. And commentator warrior, the Jesus Christ follower, thanks for coming by. He says, can you bring Christian Prince? I'm open to bringing Christian Prince. I think um, Muji or uh, the Perfect Dawah wants to debate uh, Christian Prince. So if, if Christian Prince is open to it, I don't know if he wants to come on. You, you got to let me know if he's open to that. Uh, let's see. F censorship. Let's see. F censorship, like I'm calling you out. I, yeah, I, like I'm going to call you out. You were lying. I, I don't think I'm bad for saying that uh, because you actually were. Uh, and that's the thing is, but when I say attack the arguments instead of the person, if somebody is lying, so like if somebody comes up on the stream and they, they just flagrantly lie, I'm fine with people saying like, hey, that, that person's being dishonest. So for example, like let's say that, uh, let me think of an example. Like let's say they pulled up, the, you know, a paper that, one of the speakers cited and they said, look, like this paper says the opposite of what the speaker is saying. Like they're not telling the truth. 
that's fine. What I don't like is when people say like, oh, that person is so disingenuous. Like they have to be dishonest right now. It's like, if, unless you have evidence, like if you can show me a paper that, you know, shows that they're misleading, you know, and that they're actually like reading, let's say the paper, they're reading it in such a way to misrepresent it, like where it's like it clearly doesn't say what the person is saying that it says in terms of, let's say, even the title. Like, totally cool. Like, I, I'm not against people calling people out, but my thing is a lot of times we get this kind of like, oh, hey, you lo- you believe in your magic sky daddy, dummy, blah, 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 or you are you believe in the fairy tale of evolution, dummy. And that stuff is like, okay, that's, that's not useful. So let's see. Jens Brockhoven says James just likes to cuddle peeps. It's true. And Mike Keenan says, I lo- I like your new sunglasses. Thank you for that, Mike. And then... K Dips 18, thanks for coming by. Says, I missed the debate, might have to rewind it. You definitely should. It was a juicy one tonight. There's no doubt about it. And Bill Pasto, am I saying it right? We're glad you were here. Captain Butt, glad you made it. Thanks so much. Says, this is my go to channel now. Watching stuff, modern day debate, background noise, modern day debate, sleepy time, modern day debate. You rock, James. Thanks. Seriously, that means a lot. I really do appreciate that. And I get that. I, I've listened to, like, a lot of times I listen to my friends' channels, like, because it's just like if I'm like dozing off or something, it's just comfortable to like listen to like people you consider your friends, you know? So it's like, it's different. Like it's, it's a good feeling. But Brooks Sparrow is right. We've got a Discord, which is linked in the description. And I'm going to pin that to the top of the chat. Let's Farm and others have done a fantastic job of making the Discord for Modern Day Debate. It's the official Discord. They have made it awesome. And so we want to do, we just want to say we appreciate that. That really does mean a lot. James has got... One of the better uh, reputations. Thanks for your kind views. And uh, it says neutral platform for different views to be challenged. I really do appreciate that, Doc. Seriously, that means a lot. And let's see. Comment Warrior, the Jesus Christ follower, says, have you ever been demonetized by YouTube? Only certain videos. We've never had the channel demonetized. You have to be pretty naughty to get your channel just flat out demonetized. Uh, Usually what it is is they will, you know, they'll give you a warning. And they'll sometimes demonetize some of our videos, but that's like, yeah, you know, it's not that weird. A lot of video, a lot of channels have that happen, and then, uh, and I, I would say it's pretty, it's pretty rare now. Almost everything we have is monetized now. It used to be the case that, for example, if we had a topic on the channel of A B O R T I O N, I think I spelled that right, we would get demonetized like every debate on that topic. But now we don't. Uh, it's rare that we do, so that's cool. Robo Furry Man. Is it Furry Man or Fury Man? I think it's supposed to be Fury. <laughs> Sorry. Robo Fury Man. Uh, we are glad you were with us. But, uh, but yeah, Ahmed, thank you for your kind words. I seriously appreciate that. Um, says, literally haven't seen such a neutral host as James. Thank you for your service to dialogue and discussion. Love you, debate. Daddy, thank you for your kind words. We are excited and we really do appreciate it. We want to, we really do want to make you feel welcome is whether you be Muslim, whether you be atheist, whether you be Christian, you name it. We really are glad you were here. Seriously. And then Doc Twat says, Gavin versus Destiny should be epic. You guys, I got to tell you, it is true. Tomorrow, stick around, hang around the channel tomorrow all day because in the morning you can get up with us and you can watch this debate at the bottom right of your screen. It's going to be epic. Apostate Prophet and Khalid are doing this especially controversial topic. I got to be honest, it's the most controversial topic I think we've hosted. So you don't want to miss that one live. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. Then tomorrow night, 
And during the middle of the day, you're like, well, what do I do during the day? We've got a lot of debates. We've got about 600 and 690 debates that we've hosted. So I would encourage you, you can actually, you know, you can watch some of those other debates while you're waiting for this one in the bottom right of your screen. Between Destiny and Gavin McGinnis, this is going to be a giant debate. We're really excited about this. And so you guys, you don't want to miss this one. It is going to be amazing. Destiny and Gavin McGinnis are going to be live tomorrow night. We're really excited about that. And they're debating whether or not Joe Rogan's podcast is, you could say, doing more harm than good when it comes to the topic of COVID. So we are excited about that. But let's see here. Happy Camper says, James, have any of the debates changed your mind on a topic? Absolutely. I've had my mind change on different. It's usually not like a stance like where I'm like, okay, I moved from being like politically like Democrat to Republican or vice versa. It's not like that. It's more like, oh, that argument I thought was unsound, but now I heard a good defense of it, uh, of the objection that I thought, you know, knocked it down. And so now I'm like, oh, okay, it's actually, you know. So I changed my mind on our argument. Like, I've got those examples. But Mike Keenan says, uh, but for serious, I respect you what you do. I'm an atheist and give credit for giving platform to whoever. I do appreciate that. That means a lot, Mike. Seriously, I do really do appreciate that. And Rembrandt says, James is naughty and can't spell. I did that on purpose. It's true. Fury, not furry. But yeah, Mike Keenan, you guys are funny. Want to want to say thanks so much, Sideshow Nav, for all your support. You guys, huge round of applause for Sideshow Nav, who does so much to help this channel and has helped us with the conference. And just I could go on and on about all the things that he's done. So we really do appreciate him. Is it my camera just like totally zoom in on me? Is that just me? But Comment Warrior Jesus Christ followers says, can you bring Ben Shapiro? LOL, you'll get lots of subscribers. We would get a lot of new subscribers, but he, I think he's like 50,000 bucks. So someday, maybe. Delta November says, James, have you ever considered declaring a winner at the end of the debate? Thanks. No, uh, I, I don't consider it. The reason is because I think people would be so turned off because everybody usually thinks that their side won. That period. That's just the way it goes. Uh, so not always, but like, almost always so i feel like if i do that there's going to be so many people that are upset it's it's the funny thing is the sweet thing with a debate channel is if we just don't declare it people are happy because they'll they'll declare their side one and they're happy (laughs) so like i know but i I i'm not to say it's a bad idea like i think dylan burns uh, pulls it off well i don't think it's bad it's just something that for me i don't i'm like ah i'm a little bit nervous uh let's see Says James, you think I'm entitled for merely making a comment that I've seen videos where non-paid questions don't get asked? Well, actually, technically, I was talking about people who are entitled because they say, you know, so and so, you have to read my question, and if you don't, you know, like I'm mad. It's like, nope. Like Kaz, for example, he does his best. Same thing for me. It's like you're not entitled to our time or the debater's time. We try our best to read them all, but uh, so no, I I wasn't actually saying you were entitled. I was talking about those people that I'm mentioning right now, the ones who complain. Uh, about that but the other thing is you said i've i've only uh pointed out that uh there are some debates where non-paid questions don't get asked that's not the way you worded it earlier before it's not the way you put it you did not qualify it like that you said james only asks paid questions so uh again you you just seem to not want to own it that you were being misleading before just own it man i don't know why it's like you you just got so much like pride that you're you're wearing away on your own credibility when people are like, like, dude, like, well, you know what you said. It's like, 
you could just own it. It was like you'd look like you were more re- mature and responsible, and like you were kind of being a man, and you're manning up and owning it. And but instead, you're just like, no, I didn't say that. It's like I know what you said. If you said, if you would have said it like that, I would have told you that I would have agreed. There's some debates where we run out of time. We don't get to ask every question, so it's like I would agree with it. That's not the way you put it. You're being extremely charitable to yourself. Lorenzo Borelli says five eleven. Thanks for coming by, Lorenzo. We are glad you were here. I'm about six foot and a half inch, but good guess. I don't know if you're guessing about me, but Engineer Gaming, glad to see you. Thanks for being with us. And then F Censorship, man, you are just, you are just triggered. You are one, (laughs) well, we love you. You you do help us in the algorithm just by being here, for real. Um, And so... Want to say thank you guys for all of your support. We love you guys. Even if you're hate watching, it seriously does help us in the algorithm. So if you hate this channel, we are thankful that you're here. Seriously, it does actually help us because YouTube basically sees that you're watching. And then they recommend our videos to people that have similar interests as you. And so seriously, we do appreciate you guys. Thank you guys for being with us. We love you guys. We hope you have a great rest of your night. We're excited to see you tomorrow. And thanks. It was good to hang out with you guys tonight. That was almost an hour we got to hang out. It was about maybe 50, 40, 50 minutes. But thank you guys. This makes it fun. I always do. I enjoy hanging out with you guys. And so I, I love you guys. And I'm excited to see you in the next ones. Keep sifting out the reasonable from the unreasonable. Take care, everybody. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.